Welcome to the BYOK Live, where we discuss the trending stories, strangest dilemmas, and real life topics. Okay now, lovelies, let's get into some things. Hello, 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 hello. And I have been chatting up with my TikTok friends for like 30 minutes. And now I am here live with you all on February 5th. And today is we're just shooting the breeze. We're just shooting the breeze. And for those that don't know what that means, shooting the breeze means we're just going to talk about random things, but it's going to be the love edition. So it's going to be a little pointed, but not that much. First of all, I just want to clap and be excited because this is my first time streaming live, BYLK streaming live on the Fluent Radio platform. So I'm just so happy that um, they have me. I'm so happy and humbled to be on this platform. You can listen to me at www.fluentradio.com. I'm also on YouTube, Facebook, and I'm on TikTok over here. So if you see me looking over here, um, I'm not, I'm not nuts. I'm actually looking at a screen <laughs> for TikTok. So how was everybody's week? How was everybody's Valentine's Day? I must say that it was a really, really good Valentine's Day and it was real relaxing for that matter. So, um, so because I am technically on a little time limit with foreign radio, I don't want to uh, get cut off before we get into the good stuff. So let's, uh, let's get into the show. <music> Okay, we like to start off with some positivity because we kind of get into a little bit of a mess later on. And so I just kind of just like to start off on a bright note. So let's get into some sunshine. I love that song. And I always want to sing it every time I hear it. Such a beautiful day. Okay. All right. So the first thing is, I love this because we must remember that this is also Black History Month. So we got to do a little Black History. And I feel like I haven't did it the last show. So let's get into it. So courtesy of National Black Guide, um, they have like, they say, wow, these are some good. What else you got? So here we go. So the first, the first fact is, Black History Fact is in the mood for some random Black History Facts. What y'all got for me? So Phyllis Hyman was going to play Suge Avery in The Color Purple, but lost the role after she went off during a meeting with Whoopi Goldberg, Danny Glover, Oprah, and Steven Spielberg. So basically, she went off on the whole cast. So that was interesting. Um, Felicia Rashad once put out a disco album called Josephine Superstar in 1978. Now, y'all know I got to go to Shopify. No. Uh, what is the name of that? I don't know. And, and listen to that. Also written and produced by her Spotify. Also written and produced by her then husband, Victor Willis, from the Village People. First of all, anybody know she was married to somebody from the Village People? That's another fact. Suge Avery's voice actually wasn't hers in The Color Purple. It was a Hispanic woman named Tata Vega who sang all of her parts. Sister! We need to find her. And then the singing voice you hear on Tupac's Brenda's Got a Baby and Keep Your Head Up is then unknown David Hollister. Did you guys know that? I love David Hollister. Then Jamie Foxx had released his first album in 1994 titled Peep This, but it didn't get much play due to the label and the public not taking him seriously as a singer because he was on In Living Color at the time. He didn't release another album again until 2005. The thing about Jamie Foxx is I feel like he is so underrated. Like, he can absolutely do everything. So, And then the next one is Michael Michelle was fired from Harlem Nights and replaced by Jasmine Guy after a couple bad interactions with Eddie on set. She tried to sue for $75 million. She eventually went to work at The Gap, and then she landed the New Jack City role, which we all know that she was in. And here's the other one. The Backstreet Boys hit song, I Want It That Way and All I Have to Give, were written, arranged, and produced by Full Force, a.k.a. Villains on the House Party. I did not even know that their name was Full Force, so I also learned that, too. Hey, Miss Alice, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, make sure you guys subscribe on Pima Image on YouTube. She got some really, really great content coming up, and I am just so excited to share that with you all as well. Then um, Jack A got slapped in the mouth by Eartha Kitt. 
What type of facts are these? For flirting with her boyfriend during a live performance. Okay, Jackie, let me find out she was Sandra in real life. Problematic, problematic. Here's another um, another sunshine. I don't know if those are really sunshines, but <laughs> the shade room says Ben Crump, which I believe is Portia's husband, um, becomes the first black practicing attorney to have a law school named after him. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Congratulations to Ben Krupp as he become the first black practicing attorney to have a law school named after him, St. Thomas University in Miami, Florida. Um, Crump has fought hard representing and working on court cases that have shaken the black community, such as Trayvon Martin, Ahmaud Aubrey, George Floyd, and many others. The only other school of law to be named after a black attorney is the Thurgood Marshall School of law at texas southern university so kudos to him kudos to him all right and those were our black histories for the day oh no no no! we got one more one more for sunshine uh it is courtesy of ebony magazine the green book is a staple in black history that helped the black community travel safely throughout america at Nat Geo, which is basically um, National Geographic, um, is releasing a powerful documentary, Black Travel Across America, featuring Martinique Lewis. The documentary highlights some of the various locations listed in the Green Book and some of the country's most impactful Black-owned businesses today. So I read more about it in the Ebony Magazine, and I will definitely check that out. So I do encourage you all to check that out, too. You know, it's just all about the black excellence. For me, I'm rooting for everyone black. <laughs> so before we get into our next segment, let's just jump into a commercial right quick. Hey y'all, it's your girl, Miss Michi, checking in with my girl, Renita, from Be Your Own Kind. You know that's my sis. Make sure that you tune in every Thursday to The Blueprint Live at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, live on Facebook and YouTube. And then you can catch me on Florent Radio, Philly Jams 95.3, Indie 101.5 and Mixed Talk Media. And I'm available anywhere that you listen to podcasts, okay? And your radio shows. So get on it, okay? Let's do this. I love to connect with you and promote what you got going on. Let's get it. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the Blueprint Live, visit the bpmediacode.com today. Okay, okay. Hi, beautiful. This is Deanna Conaway, our love expert. I'm always looking for black businesses to visit. Yes, so am I. So am I. Always. And it's so many now. And it's like an app. Um, I can't remember the app, but I have to find. I think it's Black Finder where you can see. Um, uh, wait a minute. Wait, I got a question. Wait. But if so, can you check if the settings on your check it? Okay, so I need to go on another break right quick because something is wrong with my mic. So let's just do one more break and I'll be right back. So our upcoming, our first in-person event is the Bake and Bond. It will be at a Black-owned bakery um, in Calumet Park. Um, it's called Cooking with Curves. The class will include baking materials, baking demonstration, and lots and lots of laughs. It is $25 for tickets to cover your materials that you will be cooking with. So I hope to see you guys there. If you are in the Illinois, um, Gary, Merrillville, um, Chicago area, I think that covered a lot. I would love for you to come out, to come out and just bake and bond with us. Yes. Okay, I am still here. And apparently they cannot hear me on Florent Radio, so I am going to do another commercial. All right, so on March 10th, which is actually March 10th through March 12th, um, one of my friends who is over Chrysalis for Girls, which is a not-for-profit that helps to empower young girls, but she is out here trying to empower women as well. Not trying, she is empowering. She's saying, grab your girls, get your tickets, book your room. BYOK will be in the building all weekend. And this is at the Hilton at the McCormick Place. It's called Power Her Women's Conference. Yes, grab your tickets. I'm actually on Eventbrite. If you type in Power Her, it will pop up. It is just all the things going on. It's going to be workshops. It's going to be a gala. It's going to be singing. It's going to be live entertainment. It's going to be food. It's going to be a pajama party afterward. It's just a weekend of just 
kicking it with your girls and relating and just sitting back and not being responsible for about anything but your happiness and yourself. So make sure that you go to Eventbrite. Once again, type in Power Her. Um, she has all the links for all the things that you need, how to book the hotel, how to become a sponsor, how to register to be a vendor, all of those all of those great things. So make sure that you grab your tickets now while they last. So super excited. Okay, okay. Thank you. Hey, Stormy, how are you doing? Hopefully they can hear me now. Um, they'll let me know if they can hear me. I think I fixed the settings. Um, so please let me know if you can hear me over there at Fluent Radio. So excited. Okay, so we did a lot of commercials, which means I'm going to pretty much talk all the way through or replay the commercial. So um, it might, is it on? Mike live. Okay, I'm wondering if they can hear me now. Let me know if you can hear me over there. Uh, meanwhile, I'm going to go into, if not, if about it, keep going, we'll troubleshoot later. Okay. I don't know if they can hear me or not, but it's saying Mike live. So I'm thinking that they can now, but um, show let me know. All right. So we're going to get into the next, uh, the next one, which is Kiwi Reef. All right, all right. So our first Kiwi I thought was pretty interesting. So courtesy of the Shea Room, it says a couple who wishes to keep their identity private has sued the hospital that birthed their baby after finding out five years later that their child was not theirs. So the bizarre story shared on Twitter by user Saint Zoe has garnered over five million views and two thousand comments. The father allegedly asked his wife for a paternity test after having suspicions about her fidelity. Um, after taking the test, the man found that he was not the father. However, the wife insisted that she did not cheat. To prove her innocence, she went ahead and took a maternity test herself, only to find that she wasn't the mother either. Interesting. So with the only culprit being the hospital, the couple went ahead and pursued a lawsuit against the clinic for switching their child at birth. Um, you are now, yay, I'm live on Florida Radio. Woo okay, they can hear me now. Sorry. Um, so in an update posted to Instagram and later shared on Twitter by Zoe, the parents were able to find their biological child. The woman who delivered the update wrote, they found their biological daughter. She was in foster care. Allegedly, the family whose child they had was incompetent to care for their child and their biological daughter was placed in child protective services. As crazy as it sounds, they have to now adopt their biological child, which they are in the process of doing. She continued. They are also keeping the non-biological child as well. So it's a win-win for both the children. As for the lawsuit, the couple was awarded $2 million for the hospital's negligence. The couple has decided to stay together through the entire ordeal and the husband has apologized to his wife forever doubting her so let's just give the husband the benefit of the doubt the child probably looked nothing like him so he probably was like mm, this looks kind of this looks kind of funky you know um but i am glad that they found their actual child and that they kept the child that wasn't theirs either since that child did not have a family so that was a win-win that was a win-win but how crazy is that like back in the day there were a lot of kids that I just feel like if I have a kid, do you want us to take your child in the back? No, keep my baby in this room. I don't care if I need rest because stuff like that kind of worries me. Like for real, like that worries me a little bit. Like, <laughs> And it took me like a million years to have a baby. So I just want to make sure that I take the right baby home. I don't know. That's just a thing, right? So I don't know. I thought this was a key because Barney is interesting looking now like it's it's just not giving nostalgic barbie i mean not barbie barney for me so they said are you ready because mattel revamps barney franchise for the newer generation so they says our favorite purple dinosaur courtesy of the neighborhood talk is getting a new make is getting a makeover mattel announced today that they're bringing back barney and the infamous character will have a completely different look well no stuff barney was which which was once a live-action kid show, will now be an animated series. Have you noticed that they are, like, animating all of, like, the older shows? Like, even Mr. Rogers is, like, a talking tiger or something like that. Like, I understand you have to keep up with the times, but I'm like, 
all this 3D stuff. I don't know. I'm used to the 2D, the 2D cartoon. So they're just saying Barney's message of love and kindness has stood the test of time. We will tap into the nostalgia of the generations who grew up with Barney, now parents themselves, and introduce the iconic purple dinosaur to a new generation of kids, families around the world. Well, I hope that he does better than the original Barney, because people were not against, they were not for the message of love at all. Like when I saw the documentary, people were really hating the fact that this dinosaur was unproblematic. It was an interesting documentary. You should check that out. I think it was on Peacock. Don't quote me on that, but that was an interesting documentary. So how do you guys feel about the new Barney? I mean, it's not like I'm going to like, well, okay, I may watch the first episode, but <laughs> I loved Barney as a kid. Like you are special. I'll get into all the songs. Like I loved Barney. So when I saw that, I'm just like, you know, it's pretty interesting. So I kind of just went through the commercials and didn't like give you an extra plug. So the first commercial was our partner, um, Miss Michi, who is the owner of the Blue Blueprint Media Company. Make sure you follow her on Instagram um, at, at Miss Michi. And if you want to be on her show, or if you're looking for sponsorship or just looking for consultation, email her at contact at MissMichi.com. Get into her. Get into her. Um, Barney, <laughs> what did she say? She says, Barney is a dinosaur from our imaginations. That's raking away from the imagination. Yes, it is. Like, I never imagined he'll look like that. Like, I don't know. I guess I just need to get with the times. I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but I was, I, I was not feeling it. I'm like, what? What is all this 3D stuff? All right. So we're going to take Miss Michi off of here. And I'll probably replay the commercials because I didn't really get to explain to you guys what they were. Um, but before we get into that, let me just go into another category, which is what's the four one one? What's the four one one? I gotta go I like that song, Auntie Mary. All right, so this is not a happy story. And if you are triggered, I think that you should just turn off wherever you're listening or looking at. Um, this actually happened, I want to say yesterday. Um, where a gunman killed three Michigan State students and wounded five, um, may have planned an attack. Uh, New Jersey schools, police say, as heroes help the classmates flee. So the good thing is, I don't want to read the whole thing, but the good thing is um, the school acted fast and they were able to, um, you know, save save more lives than that could have been saved. Um, they're saying Anthony Dwayne, this is the guy, 43, who had no known ties to the universities. They don't even understand what the point of it was, um, which is there ever a point to just shoot up people? But he opened fire Monday eve. Oh, Monday, so the 13th, opened fire Monday evening on two parts on campus. Um, Michigan State University police said he was later found dead from an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. So when McCray was found by the Michigan police, he had a note in his pocket that indicated a threat to two Ewing public schools. Um, the police department in New Jersey said Tuesday, the university police confirmed that McRae had a note and Ewing police said local schools no longer face a threat. So they said like many scenes of carnage um, at U.S. schools. Um, yeah, they are getting ridiculous. And and what I'll just skip a little down because I saw this because I wasn't going to read the whole thing. But they're saying more mass shootings in 2023 so far than at this point in any year since at least 2013. There have been more than 65 mass shootings in the U.S. so far this year, including one in Monterey Park, California, the deadliest attack since the Uvalde massacre in May 2022. There have been more shootings at this point than 2013, as I said earlier. So it is getting it is getting ridiculous yes yes this is this is ridiculous so um my heart and prayer go out to these families that were affected and even the survivors are affected because a once uh i guess safe safe campus we could just walk around and go to school you no longer feel safe like he took that sense of safety away you know so my heart goes out to everyone um that that was at the university and everyone that was affected and the families that that lost their family members or their family members has been, you know, affected by this. So yeah, that, that wasn't a good, good news. Um, but I don't, I don't know. They're saying that they need to be more stringent on the gun laws, but I don't know if you can actually stop it because if they're selling that, this going to go to a hundred level, but if they're selling it in the black market, like how can you stop 
the selling of the, like how can you really control that when people are buying it off market you know so i don't know i don't know so let's get into uh probably the only topic i actually wanted to talk about tonight but um people have been talking about it and i don't care i love rihanna i love rihanna so much that i'm gonna flash back when i first found out that she was going to be on the super bowl so here we go Let me just humor myself for a minute because yes, we're gonna play me with this on her Instagram. Bam! NFL football. What does that mean? NFL National Fenty League. She is coming to the Super Bowl. I could not be more excited. I could not be more excited. Like I am. I am jumping for joy. I love Rihanna. I love her. And the fact that she's finally going to come in concert, this made my whole, I don't even care about football. And really, I do kind of always try to check, like, check the, um, was it halftime show? Last year was really good, but my all-time favorite halftime show was Prince. Okay, I'm off subject. Yeah, Prince had a really good halftime show, had a very good, ha- good hashtag show. You know what? I loved her performance, too. And that's what we're about to get into as to why I loved her performance so much because Rihanna is a vibe. I don't know what people was expecting from her. I don't really know because Rihanna has always been a vibe. She has never been on stage um, upside down and doing all this crazy stuff. What makes Rihanna cool is just her, her being her, which is the epitome of being your own kind. Yes, so many people dragged her. Like Howard Stern was like, she lip sings. Everybody lip sings at Super Bowl. Have three seats, please. Um, yes, yes, it was so dope. I loved everything about it. And I am probably going to just mention stuff that we've already talked about, and I don't care because I love Rihanna and we're going to get into it. I just want to start with this right here. While everybody is talking crap, since her performance at the Super Bowl, Rihanna's streams have increased by 650%. Searches for her Fenty Beauty band brands have skyrocketed by 833% and she has gained 2.5 million new IG followers. Do you think she cares about what anybody has to say about her halftime show? If I was her, I wouldn't. And if you know Rihanna, she's not. And what was another good point um, was brought to me, brought to you, brought to me by the Holistic uh, Wealth Podcast. She says, we're so inspired by Rihanna's performance at the Super Bowl. She showed us women that we are enough. No need to get up there in skimpy outfits. No need for extra props and singers. Her vocals were flawless. You are enough. Your talents and skills are enough. And then she told us to listen to the podcast. And I'm actually going to listen to that episode because I want to hear more about it because she was so sensuous and, and, and so sexy, fully clothed. Why? Because when you're a vibe, you don't need the extras. And I love that. I love that about her halftime show. And I just can't reiterate that enough. Another person who was killing it um, was the language interpreter. Look at her. I'm not going to. I'm going to play a little bit, but I don't want to get copyrighted. Look at that. And then I'm going to pause it. Do you see that? Do you see the swag? She was getting it. She had a vibe, too. Everybody had a vibe. The dancers, everybody. And she was really getting it. And do you know that she was the first black um, language um, interpreter on, on the Super Bowl. It's a lot of history that was made um, at the Super Bowl on Sunday. Um, Riri raised the bar. The other entertainers just hating. They are hating because she didn't have to to have um, uh, fireworks and poles and all that. She just went up there. She just went up there and did her thing. That's why I liked Prince so much. He came up there with a guitar and it was actually raining, I think. And he played the guitar. And he was just him. Those are the best performances when you just watching them vibe and doing something that they love to do. She hasn't performed in five years. I think she did an excellent job. Excellent job. Who also did another excellent job was Shirley Ralph. I am loving Shirley Ralph right now. Like she is just, she's she's just on to me right now. And she killed it. Let me refresh this so we can hear a little bit of it. She killed um the black national anthem and here 
Yes, she did it. Yes. Full of the hope that the present has brought. Look at that breath. Look how she controlling her breath. Like, I love it. I love it because Shirley Ralph is another person that's just being her. And this was the first time that that song was sung. The Black uh, Anthem was sung on the Super Bowl. So it was just so much Black black greatness going on. And Babyface song, America the Beautiful. So it was just, it was just everything. The Super Bowl was everything to me. Not the game with the ball and the field goal. The halftime show, Shirley Ralph and Babyface. <laughs> so... Black History Month. I feel like it should always be something like that. They have the Super Bowl on Black History Month. It was more than appropriate. Um, should we do another commercial? Maybe we should. So we're gonna do the Power Her commercial just one more time. I'll be right. All back. right. So on March 10th, which is actually March 10th through March 12th, um, one of my friends who is over Chrysalis for Girls, which is a not-for-profit that helps to empower young girls, but she is out here trying to empower women as well. Not trying, she is empowering. She's saying, grab your girls, get your tickets, book your room. BYOK will be in the building all weekend. And this is at the Hilton at the McCormick Place. It's called Power Her Women's Conference. Yes, grab your tickets. I'm actually on Eventbrite. If you type in Power Her, it will pop up. It is just all the things going on. It's going to be workshops. It's going to be a gala. It's going to be singing. It's going to be live entertainment. It's going to be food. It's going to be a pajama party afterward. It's just a weekend of just kicking it with your girls and relating and just sitting back and not being responsible for about anything but your happiness and yourself so make sure that you go to eventbrite once again type in power her um she has all the links for all the things that you need how to book the hotel how to become a sponsor how to register to be a vendor all of those all of those great things so make sure that you grab your tickets now while they last so super excited yes 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 i put the link in the comments and like i said in the um in the advertisement if you go to eventbrite and you put power her in the comments there you go all the information will be there right there for you so i'll be there so i hope to see you guys who are in the chicago land i hope you guys are there as well all right so we're going to get into our last topic before we get into shooting with the breeze and i looked at my time and i'm doing pretty good so we're going to just breeze through this because, so Beyonce, a minister accuses the singer of being a witch, which she's been accused of being a witch for a while, right? Um, and rebukes Christians planning to attend her war, her war, ugh, world tour. How dare you? This is the lady says, she says, I got something to say about my rebuke to the body of Christ. First, let's get into what she said. Is this where it the is? World, you have bowed any of you who are going to Beyonce's concert. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. How dare you call yourself a Christian? I don't care what pastor you got that is okay with it. I don't care what pastor you got that think it's cool. I don't care what pastor you got that's singing along to their song. Cause they want some clout. Yeah, Why you think that man call himself Jehovah? It was short for Jehovah. When a witch has a coven, it's normally a small thing. Witches' covens are normally three to seven people. When it becomes thousands, it's called a hive. Y'all are part of that lady beehive? And you call yourself a Christian? Make the dealings of... All to right. the system. Her name is Tiffany Montgomery, and um, she feels very passionate about this. And she said, I got something to say about re my rebuke to the body of Christ concerning the idolatry towards Beyonce. It's a heavy word, a heavy warning. It's shut up in my bones. God wants this warning out. Repent now, because baby, y'all who claim to be Christians who are mocking me to defend a high priestess just because y'all love that stupid song, y'all all be dancing like idiots who are in trouble with God. I will speak the warning exactly how I heard it. I will not add nor take away. And any of you, whether you like me or not, know 
one thing for sure. The words God give me never have fallen to the ground. Give me till about 9 p.m. Eastern. I don't know what that was about. So she felt really strong to say, you know, but I feel like any music, you can say that about any, any, any music, you know, at this point, you know, because there are so many rumors about what's going on, but really the, the energy of Renaissance, I thought people needed it, especially after the, the pandemic. Like, I feel like people needed a feel good album. That's just, Hey, be yourself. Um, I'm no longer going to accept things, you know, or settle in life. I'm no longer going to be in a career or be around people that no longer serve me. Like it had a really good message and listening to it's it's all what you put into what you're listening to. Now, people are worshiping her and doing and that's their thing. But everybody wasn't people. Some people just enjoyed the album. You know what I'm saying? And um, a lot of people took that back. Like, I don't think she cared about the beehive. She didn't care about it at all. But the, uh, the beehive cared about her because what they did was they pulled up some old tweets from 2014 where Miss Tiffany, well, Minister Tiffany was saying, got a chance to catch the Jay-Z and Beyonce concert and it was amazing. Then she said, a few gospel tunes because we love Jesus, some Beyonce hits because we stands for that bitch, and some reggae because we from the rock. So people was for it. People had energy for her or whatever. And so, um, yeah, so she says, uh, she said that she don't care that people pulled up those um, those old tweets. She feel how she feel, and she was a different person then, so I don't know. But before we get off of that, Michelle did have something to say, like instead of condemning artists, why don't we pray for these artists? And so this is what she had to say. Mm. Good afternoon on this Super Bowl Sunday. It looks like I am entering the chat. You are. Um, I'm going to try to make it brief. I just am just watching a lot going on, things that are being said specifically about entertainers, um, specifically about entertainers that I even have relationship with, mm -hmm. um, entertainers that I know off the stage. Um, I know what's going on in their lives um, and more than who you assume I speak of. I just wish we would pray as publicly for entertainers as we rebuke them and damn their soul to hell. God, his will is that no one would perish. In that scripture, it, it even says he is um, patient with us um, so that we will repent and, and acknowledge that he is God. He is Lord of all. Um, I believe, yes, Jesus is enough. And I, and I will stand on that. Jesus is enough. But I will never, I know it ain't my call and mission um, to damn entertainers to hell and to say that they will drop dead. The devil is a lie. I would rather speak life and call that person who God sees them to be in the end. And I love what she said. I'm going to stop there. But I love what she says. Like, who are we to condemn anyone? That is her soul. And that is between her and God, if that is, is the truth. But I feel like when you are speaking damnation and hell on somebody else's life, uh, you kind of you kind of sewing that on yourself, too. So I know that people have their different feelings about Beyonce and other um, artists and things of that sort. But some people are inspired by these artists. Like, these artists have also saved life through their music and through their art. And so we can't. We, we can't just have a blanket experience for everyone that likes these artists. That's just what I'm saying. So um, I really love what Michelle was saying. And um, that was the part that, that I really love. So what are your thoughts on it? Like, um, how do you feel about Beyonce? Or how do you feel about what the pastor um, was saying? And so let's get into the future topic. Hey, lovelies. Now it's time for the topic of the night. All right. So. The topic of the night is really random. So, um, like I said, for those that are new, shooting the breeze is basically random conversation. And so I saw so many different scenarios about relationships. And so I just thought that, you know, we'll get into some things uh, for the next couple of the next 20 minutes or so. So the first one 
Um, this is courtesy of the Melanin Shade Room. She says, for my 30th birthday, my man bought me a Louis Vuitton suitcase. I was so happy because I wanted one for ages. I jumped up to thank him, but before I could say anything, he said, wait, babe, open the suitcase fir first. So I did. Inside the suitcase was a MacBook Pro, a new iPad, a couple of handbags, perfume, a cute wig, a passport cover, and loads of holiday wear, sunglasses, bikinis, sandals, dresses, what have you. Of course, at this point, I was crying because, huh? My birthday is in October, though, so I started to think there's something else happening here because what would I need a suitcase plus a passport cover and holiday clothes for? Then he told me to open the card. There was the sweetest message in the card. But please tell me why two tickets to Bali dropped out of the envelope. Backstory, um, I was going, I was meant to go to Bali in 2020 and then COVID happened and it got canceled. At this point, I was crying my eyes out. Genuinely couldn't believe what an amazing, thoughtful gift I received and was feeling so blessed, lucky, and grateful. Just practicing. I'm still in my 20s. And what I loved about this, that was manifesting the love that she was looking for so when she is when she is searching for her mate she will accept nothing less than that you know i love that because sometimes we see other people in quote-unquote fairy tale relationships and we think we're undeserving of someone to be attentive we're undeserving of someone to take us on trips or undeserving of of being cuddled or whatever love we're looking for when we 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 can manifest that and we can also have that in our life we just can't settle for less than that you know i know a lot of i see a lot of posts where people are talking about you know paying my bills but every woman ain't about that everyone i mean it is nice but every woman wants to be treated like a woman like a lady like when we're outside of the house especially women we have to be hard exterior especially for black women you know um i can just i can just talk as being a black woman so when i come home I want to be soft. I want to be cuddled. I don't want to be hard as hard as I have to be outside in the house. And so what I loved about this is she was manifesting the love that that she wants. And I feel like that's what we should do. Not only should you manifest career, money, whatever, you can manifest the love that you want and don't accept anything less than that. If you see a red flag, run. You know, don't wait for other red flags, you know, like so... <laughs> So just stick stick with your boundaries and stick with the love that that you imagine and you know that you deserve and be patient with that. Be patient, you know, for God to send that love to you. So and in the meanwhile, enjoy life. Get acquainted with you. Fill your cup. You know, um, I was saying earlier on TikTok that uh, we can't teach other people how to love us if we haven't even practiced it ourselves or we even know how we want to be loved. So we always have to start with self you know, winning that journey. So I thought this, what are your thoughts on it? I thought this was just a good, a good um, post because it, it threw me off. I was like, okay, okay. And then when she said, I'm just practicing, you know, the Bible says, speak those things that are not as though they were, honey, get ready, get ready. Act like it's like, like the love is already here. You know what I'm saying? Brag on it already, you know? So the next one, I don't know if you guys saw you people, as I said to my TikTok friends earlier, anything with Eddie Murphy, I'm for it, but I thought that this movie had such a fresh perspective to it. Like the the basis of the the movie, it had a fresh perspective to it, and it was talking about how could someone like Jonah Hill and um, Lauren London, how their characters would even be attracted to one another. And so uh, Lauren London had a little thing a little thing to say about it. She said during a recent interview, Lauren London, 38, who looks like she's still in her 20s, opened up about feeling as though viewers wouldn't believe the odd pairs on screen relationship. Speaking about posing an issue to the film's core writer, director, Kenya Barris, London says she asked, why would these two people really like each other? They're from two different, different worlds, and if you see them, you would never think that they would meet or hang out, whatever the case is. However, the TV and movie star says she comes to the understanding of the film. It was a conversation on connecting with genuine connecting with people genuinely and going for the soul connection. Um, in response, the entertainer stated, we actually have a lot in common in our lives. Some of our experiences, some of the ways we look at life and some of the ways we've taken life in. Also growing up in LA though, we grew up in different areas. We're both LA kids from the same 
era. You know, she also mentioned that her dad is Jewish and her mom is black and she grew up with her mother in the household. And so it was about forming genuine connection. That's what, you know, it's not all about the superficial because superficial can go so far, you know, but looks fade. You know what I'm saying? We get older, sex drives get lower, but what do you have to hinge on to when it lost that certain appeal or whatever? So I thought that that was a really good perspective too. You know how you see people and they're together and you like, how did that happen? Uh, love is why it happened because they had a genuine connection. They had some type of common ground or commonality where um, they connect and they don't care what it looks like because they feel good and they're happy together. So I thought that that was a really, that's kind of like a segue into a real life situation. I don't know if you follow these two people on or follow one of them on TikTok, but this is a couple, like a real life couple that is on TikTok. And a lot of people give her slack because they always asking him, how could he have fallen for someone like her? And she, baby, she comes with a clap back. Like she comes with a clap back, like, why, you know, why wouldn't he? You know what I'm saying? And love is for everyone. This is the simple message that one body positive social media stars trying to prove one post at a time. TikToker Alicia McCarver went viral after following a harmless trend, posting a video of her and her husband getting dressed for a wedding. You might be thinking what's wrong with that, but for Alicia, things took a turn when she came under massive scrutiny of with a backlash of hateful comments. I think it's just hating because they ain't got them, but they make a really good couple. They say Alicia McCarver is a Canadian influence. She began posting on TikTok in 2019. She's been with her husband for 16 years. And they have been married for the last five. By June of 2022, she has a pretty, she does, she has a pretty large social media following. And I love following her because, like I said, she always have a clap back for people that are coming against, excuse me, coming against their um their relationship. So she decided to post the video and. I mean, people have just been getting on her and how could he be with you and and you need to lose weight and you need to this. Listen, listen, and I'm going to say this. Stop telling people what they need to do or who they how they need to be in a relationship. If it's working in that relationship for them too, that's all people should be concerned with. No relationship is alike. Everybody has their, what do I say, their agreements or their com their common ground in their relationship. And, and it's between the two people in that relationship. I feel like one of the, the biggest woes in relationship is when outside people have their opinion and then that person start letting that like lie, lie dormant in their head. Like, what if I'm not good enough? Maybe I should lose weight. Maybe if he's not saying that and he's loving on her or if you're in a relationship and your person is loving on you, that's all that matters. And if you feel, if you want to further evidence of knowing if that person, you know, is still into you, ask that person. It's nothing wrong to say, hey, babe, how do you feel about me? Where do you feel when we're at in a relationship? That's who you check with. The only opinion that matters in that relationship are the two people in that relationship. Only you know your deal breaker. Only you know what you can take and what you can't. You know, you, only you. Only you and that person together can come to that common ground. So I just get irritated automatically when people have comments about, you know, outside looking in into relationships because you don't know what they've been through. You don't know their story. You don't even know why they connected. So I'm off my soapbox. But I am really happy that those two, um, them two don't care and they're still together. And like I say, she's on TikTok. And she's always, you know, clapping back at them because at the end of the day, it's how they make each other feel. So kudos to them. And I wish them more and more, more success, you know, in love. So um, we're getting through these pretty, pretty fast. Um, yeah. Um, and so the last one that I have, and I still have like some minutes left over, which is amazing. Um, this is courtesy of Hollywood Unlocked. So this person says, I found out my um I found out my dad took my mom back after cheating, and I never looked at him the same again. He called him soft. He said, I've always believed that a woman cheating is worse and should never be forgiven. Thank you for validating this. I never understood why a woman cheating is worse than a man. But then I grew up and I realized with women, it's more emotional. 
You know what I'm saying? It's more emotional. It's more, it's more time. It's more energy. I think with, with guys, when they cheat, it's, it's more of a physical thing. So it's like the, the girl is like a hundred percent, like really in a whole nother relationship. And maybe the guy can't, I don't know, but I've always heard that it's worse. Like a woman will forgive a man that steps out of a relationship, but um, a man has a hard time forgiving. And so he called his dad soft. But here's the thing. Cheating is a symptom of something gone wrong, something left unsaid. It's not just always a physical thing. That's why I, I go back to what I said earlier. It's important to talk to your mate and have those check-ins and have those uncomfortable conversations. If you feel like something is growing stale, let's have those uncomfortable conversations, even if it does lead to a disagreement because i'd rather sit here and disagree with you and we come to a common ground than we just sit in silence and we stop talking all together because i feel like that's when a relationship gets dangerous when it's just silent when it just falls silent and people are just going along with whatever whatever's going on like i think it's important to have those uncomfortable conversations because it doesn't always lead to an end it can't lead to a solution and I find that a lot of people who have separated or have divorced, one of the things like after they talk, after the finality of the the, the um, relationship would be like, well, how come you didn't tell me that? Or how come you didn't know? Communication. Communication is number one. And when you lose that communication, you lose so much. You lose so much. So um, I don't think the guy is soft for taking his wife back. I think the guy has courage. And if he has truly forgiven her and they can work on those, those, um, those symptoms or whatever that needed to be fixed, kudos to that. Once again, if you're outside looking in, you don't know the dynamics of that relationship. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I don't never think that's soft. Like sometimes, um, stepping out is not a end all be all for people. Like it's not the end of a relationship. It's not. And a lot of people don't like to tell other people when they may step out because, you know, people have something to say. Cause here's the thing, be careful who you be telling people to, because the people that love you, you've been a forgave your mate, been off in Jamaica, had 50 million kids and rode off in the sunset and they will still be mad at that person like forever. So be careful, you know, um, be careful who you, who you share it with, because, some people are not as forgiving as you, you know, and I grew up um, being taught like when it comes to matters of the heart to tread lightly, you know what I'm saying? And not take it so serious because people be arguing at eight o'clock in the morning and be chilling at 1 p.m. So <laughs> when it comes to matters of the heart, I tend to tread light anyway. That's why I say like outside looking in just 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 and the most you can do is just pray because you don't you don't really know. And relationships it's it's work you know what i'm saying like it's work to be in a relationship i know everybody wants the wedding but it's work you know i've been married going on it'll be 13 years in july and it's work and it's work in order to make that 13 we had to have uncomfortable conversations we've had to have disagreements we've had to adjust because we both were raised differently you know we both were raised in different type of environments and so we've had to learn to compromise and learn to adjust with one another and that takes work you know and i've been knowing him for a really long time so it's almost like reintroducing yourself as well because we evolve and i'm not the same person i was at 18 and neither is he and so it's constantly reintroducing yourself to that person to see if you are in love with the now person or if you are just attached due to nostalgia which i do believe in nostalgia is like that is a tricky thing. That is a tricky thing. We hold on to a lot of things because it's familiar, because it's comfortable, because it was there for you like 10 years ago. And it's always important to reassess, did that thing that was there for me 10 years ago, is it still working for me now? Is it working for the person that I am today, the person that I am now? So those are things to think about. But like I said, you know, relationships is work. Um, I thought that these were some cool, you know, it was another one that I forgot to put on here where the guy, um, he, um, said he'd rather his wife be a stripper than be an executive. So that's a whole nother situation where, <laughs> and I think that's just old school thinking like, so you rather me do that than come up in the world. So that's a whole nother situation, but it wasn't on my lineup. Right. So, um, 
before we do the closing, I'll just play another commercial um, before we get off. So I'll be right back. So our upcoming, our first in-person event is the Bake and Bond. It will be at a Black-owned bakery um, in Calumet Park. Um, it's called Cooking with Curves. The class will include baking materials, baking demonstration, and lots and lots of laughs. It is $25 for tickets to cover your materials that you will be cooking with. So I hope to see you guys there. If you are in the Illinois, um, Gary, Maryville, um, Chicago area, I think that covered a lot. I would love for you to come out, to come out and just bake and bond with us. Yes. Yes. And you know what? Bring your girlfriend too. Like bring, it's a sisterhood thing. Bring your friend. If you just need a night to just chill and bake and just uh, have some girl time. Yes. Go to www.beyourownkind. Yes. Come to the, the baking bond. We're going to be making cookies and I'm super excited about it. Um, the, the bakery that we will have the event at is black owned cooking with curves is black owned in Calumet park. And I'm so excited because once again, we talked about patronizing black businesses. So I'm just super excited to be patronizing a black owned bakery. Yay. So do you guys have anything to add with shooting the breeze? I have nine minutes left and I really thought that I was going to be like going over, but I actually didn't. And I'm super excited about that. Um, I I do have, I guess I could play another commercial before we get off and I'll be right. I forgot about this commercial. One second. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. People often think anxiety looks one way, but it has many faces and many emotions that sometimes can be overwhelming and daunting. I know about this feeling all too well because at a point I felt powerless to my emotions, almost to the point of drowning in them. So I decided to seek out a therapist to later learn that I have generalized anxiety disorder. If you have been experiencing the same feeling, please know that BetterHelp is here to help. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You have the option of talking with a therapist in a private, online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in under 48 hours. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you will schedule secure video and phone sessions, plus you get to exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Thanks to therapy, I learned the tools that I needed to conquer my anxiety and over-obsessive thinking. I did it afraid, and I took that leap to talk with someone, to later learn that it was going to be okay, and that I was going to be okay. Please know that you can request a new therapist at no additional charge, anytime. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And better yet, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash BYOK. That's betterhelp.com slash BYOK because you deserve it. Yes, yes. And as this commercial was playing and we're talking about like relationships, um, with my my anxiety, I am very grateful you know, to my husband, because it takes a special person to deal with somebody that used to be like always like on the edge and worrying and, and um, overreacting and obsessing and this and that. And so that's what I mean by it takes work. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm very grateful to have someone that had stuck stood by me, you know, during that because it wasn't um it wasn't pleasurable and it wasn't fun, you know, and then it would be then it would be depression, you know, because anxiety would lead to depression and things of that sort. And so um I know that I do have a therapist and I do love the fact that I have a therapist, but I feel like your support system outside of therapy is very important, you know. So I'm very grateful for the support that he has shown me over the years. And although I'm better um, it was those, those, that's what I'm saying. It was those dark times that nobody knows about where he was there for me at those times where I couldn't get out of bed. <laughs> and he's like, okay, babe, we got to get up, you know, 
that uh, those are those things behind closed doors in a relationship that people don't talk about and that you don't know about. That's why I'm saying, like, it just doesn't pay to be outside looking in. You know, it's good to give advice if you see something going awry or if you want to, you know, um, you know, encourage or if you see something, that's fine. But at the end of the day, make sure that you're having those conversations with your mate because your mate knows you more intimately than anybody because they're with you all the time. Well, not all the time, but most of the time and they live with you. And you don't know anybody until you have lived with them for real. So. Um, I'm very grateful, grateful for that. I'm very grateful for um, for love, like my support system, my mom and my dad. And I'm very grateful for you all on the platform because you guys don't even know how you have actually lifted my spirits in times where I felt that I needed lifting. You know what I'm saying? And I get a lot of messages like, well, you're encouraging and you're this. But shoot, you guys are encouraging, you know. Um, anytime that I come live, I have people that support me on live or support me on events or share my things and comment and engage. All of those things matter. You know what I'm saying? And speaking of that, because I forget to mention it all the time. Um, if you are on the YouTube channel, um, be sure to subscribe, subscribe. If you are on the Facebook, please like it. If you're on TikTok and you are not following me, please follow me. Follow me. Also, I am streaming live on fluentradio.com and I'm super excited because it went semi-seamless and I'm super excited about that. Um, and now I know how to work the mic, so I'm super excited. And I'm just so glad that um, that they have me on their platform. This is just so exciting. Like I said, like this is the year of open doors and opportunities. This is the year where your blessings are waiting on you. So what are you waiting for? Open up the door. Open that window. Go for what you want. It is open. This is the time. It's just blessings falling all over the place. Just open your hands and just receive them. Like this is this is not a what if or what if this doesn't happen. No, this is a this is going to happen year. And I need everybody to get into the flow of that. Like for real, I need everybody to get into the flow of that and just go for it. I don't even care if you're scared. Do it scared. <laughs> because like I said earlier, when you do it scared, you have the evidence after you've done it that it wasn't as bad as you thought that it was going to be. Also, shameless plug, make sure you follow me at www.beyourownkind.com. How can you follow me? The email newsletter. I send one out once a week. I'm not going to flood your email, I promise. Um, just for you to keep up to date with the latest blogs, when I'm going live, when um, new podcast episodes are coming. If you want to be a guest on the BYOK podcast, there is a link in my link tree. So make sure you check that out. Yes. So this has been a really great show. I thank you for those who hung in there for TikTok. I really, really do. Um, and I thank you for those that are listening on for a radio that have um, been trucking with me on YouTube and Facebook. I thank you so much. I love these shooting the breeze because we can just we could just talk and we could just chop it up, you know? Um and like I said, it's a different experience streaming on a radio show because um you actually have to be structured and I like that cuz I'm working on structure this year. I am. I really really am. So, um I will be uh, live next week at 10 no 9 20 central time and 10 20 eastern time and we will talk about um that's we're wrapping up our love edition um i'll probably have a more pointed topic the first the first week we talked about what love was we defined what it was and then we went into the love languages which come to find out was quality time so so yeah so um we're gonna just wrap up love and um, how we can just love on ourselves just a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? Like how we can make time for ourselves because I find it is easier to reach out and take care of others, yet we neglect our own wants and desires, right? And we only live once. I say this all the time. So why not, you know, make sure we include some of those, you know, wants and, and desires, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah, so make sure you include you in all that you do. Make sure you're loving on you. Make sure your self-talk is positive. Make sure you're buying yourself something or taking yourself out on a date or taking time to journal, you know, or taking time to meditate, doing things that you like to do, even if it's just for 10 minutes a day and it's just reading a chapter for 10 minutes a day when you cut your phone off, 
you you lock the kids and well not lock the kids in the room but have them read a book or paint or something and you just take that time out for you because you deserve it you deserve it i always you are enough but if you don't pour into yourself you will not even be enough for you so you want to make sure that you are enough for you and you want to make sure that your cup is poured into and it's nice for people to pour into us but it's so much more beneficial when we are filling up our own cup because then it doesn't run empty you know so um we have about another minute does anybody have anything that they want to put in the comments um thank you you all for being on the show i really do appreciate this and we'll do another shoot the breeze um the third next third thursday so it'll be another randomness but uh we'll be pointed and we'll be pointed for the other weeks so. but it's always good to just sit and chat and talk about nothing <laughs> So I am about to sign off and you could have been doing anything in the world tonight, but you decided to chill with me at the end of the day. And that is so, so appreciated. And so until next time, don't forget that you down here, it says you are the most fantastic person that you'll ever know because you are. And don't forget to be kind to other people and don't forget to be kind to yourselves. And until next time, bye.